Hello and welcome to this Endo Life episode 142. I'm Jessica Duffin, I'm an endo warrior, an endo health coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, this podcast is here for educational purposes only. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils. And their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with endometriosis community. They're getting loads of feedback about it. And, you know, if you love the patches themselves you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's (laughs) the patch in a bath bomb um so you know if you're on your period or if you're in pain you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them I don't know you could have multiple if you want um and then yeah get out the bath maybe rub in some cbd balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU, which is buonline.co.uk, And you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. Okay, so I really hope you can't hear the motorbikes in the background. They've been going for ages. I think they're just kind of hanging out somewhere nearby. But it seems a little bit quieter now, so hopefully it's not been picked up too much. I just wanted to remind you guys that my free workshop, Creating a Roadmap for Endo Healing in 2021, is tomorrow. That's July the 6th. And it's also on Thursday the 8th. Um, and they're both at 7 p.m. British summertime. The workshops will be recorded. So don't worry if you can't make it live. Just register and I'll send you the recording the next day. And in the workshop, I will help you to define your why, to motivate you and anchor you if things are getting tough and give you the momentum to get going with your endometriosis healing. Identify your core endo challenges so that you can prioritise focusing on the symptoms that are affecting you the most, rather than having to tackle everything at once, as I, I know that that's quite a big issue for many of us, just feeling totally overwhelmed by the number of symptoms going on. Get clear on your desired symptom outcomes so that you can see where your roadmap is going and put the right healing strategies in place to get there. Learn the primary and secondary pillars of healing so that you can establish which strategies to start with first and which to begin later in your journey. And finally, I'll help you to set your goals and create one to three baby steps so that you can get started with healing right away after our session. Last time I ran this in January, we had a wonderful community show up and the feedback was just incredible. People had breakthroughs, had more confidence and so much more clarity about how to live well with this condition. So if you would like to join, both workshops, as I said, are at 7pm British summer time, but they will be recorded. So sign up anyway and I will send you a replay if you can't make it live. And the link to sign up is in the show notes, and I would love to see some of you there. So today, we're going to be doing something a little different. 
For the past few weeks, I've been recording testimonial videos with people who have taken my course. And because, you know, as I've mentioned, it's coming out soon. And I really wanted to share some of these stories because they're just so incredible. I, I've literally been pretty emotional recording them. And I know a lot of you expressed an interest in hearing more positive and uplifting real life experiences with managing endo. Um, we, we've had discussions about this on um, on Instagram and I did some polls and uh, a lot of you voted, the majority of you voted that you wanted to hear more stories like this. And so as I personally found these stories so inspiring, I thought you guys might as well. So I'm starting with Rachel's story today and I'll leave Rachel to share her experience. But to give you an overview, Rachel was suffering with PMDD, chronic fatigue that was affecting her ability to work and painful periods which require the use of opioids to get her through. Her transformation is really remarkable. And so I hope that if you also struggle with any of these, Rachel's story will shine a light at the end of the tunnel for you. Yeah, I'm just going to let you guys get to it. I really hope that you find this story as inspiring as I did. If you would like to start your own healing journey, then come to the workshop tomorrow or Thursday and this will set you on the right track. It's funny because I actually went back to my journal because I joined your, um, you know, you did the free webinar on healing, yeah. like you were overwhelmed. And then that's how I found out about the course. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a look back in my journal. And I was reading it and I was like, oh, bless me. Um, so I had a quick review of it. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to prepare any answers, but I was like, I'll just have a quick reminder of how I was feeling back then. And I read it and was like, damn, that was bad. <laughs> really? Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm excited to hear like how things have changed in detail. Yeah. Um, so let's start with what your symptoms were like before the course and mm -hmm. how are they different now? How have they changed? Yeah, absolutely. So my symptoms before the course, and I, I think I was in this rose tinted glasses view of life because I'd had this gold standard excision surgery and I'd had big excision surgery and I was like this is it it's gonna be fine it's gonna be great and then really reduced pain but was left with everything else so for me it was basically chronic fatigue so two weeks of the month I was just useless to anyone including being able to work um, and I was having these these crashes that people commonly talk about, particularly in the afternoon, where I did literally feel like I'd been hit with the flu and it wasn't tiredness. I didn't feel like I needed to sleep, but I physically felt like my body couldn't do anything else. Mm. Um, and then I was really struggling with my mental health. So I knew something was going on, but I was having what is what was PMDD. So the week before my period, I would just suddenly plummet into like hopelessness, um, like really, really depressed, but not knowing logically, like in my adult brain, that there was no external circumstances going on to have caused that, that everything was fine, but genuinely feeling so um, like rattled with cause anxiety um, and angry, like a lot of anger and irritability that I was just I just like, I've got to make this stop. And it was two weeks every month. And it would just lead me to a place where I was like, I just want to throw myself off a bridge. And then as soon as my period started, I would feel fine. So it was really like wreaking havoc on my life, like particularly my work life. 
I was sleeping every day, like two hours a day. I had a, a, a block in my calendar booked out as rest that I'd agreed with my employer, luckily. And um, so I was going to bed at like two o'clock till four o'clock, then working. And um, it was just really dysfunctional. And I was really angry and confused and felt like I didn't understand I couldn't find the right resources as to why I had this great surgery and my pain was better my periods weren't great they were still really painful but my day-to-day pain was better so I was having a lot of um, issues with my bowel and that basically went away once they addressed the surgery and once you know all of that was taken away Mm -hmm. so physically I was feeling better but mentally I was just not in a good place and feeling very much like why what more do I need to do to live normal life yeah of course and then how did those symptoms change once you went through the course and what do you think it was that made that the impact for me, it was um, under well. I mean, first of all, it was just like understanding everything. So I felt like I was doing so much research on the internet. You know, why am I feeling this way? And I wasn't getting any results back around everything that we cover in the course. So things like obviously hormonal imbalance was a massive problem for me, and the HPA axis. So I my blood sugar was just completely irregulated, and so I the course basically gave me the information the knowledge to understand and also the validation of like oh that's why I feel like that I'm not losing my mind and and understanding that you know when you regulate your blood sugar and when you you know get your sleep back on on schedule and uh, all these things you can do to reduce the inflammation response that we talk about and it's all that inflammation and this surge in estrogen or estrogen dominance that's contributing to all these symptoms I was having and so at first I was like <laughs> a bit of myth because I was like this can't be it like <laughs> if, if, it's, if it's this simple like why has no one ever told me I'm so angry that these could do that because uh, by no means like was it easy work to make all the changes yeah however I mean there are much harder routes and so for me the biggest changes that definitely impacted like for me was basically the not resetting she can't reset but the getting my hormonal balance right so reducing that eastern dominance which um, as we talk about you know reducing that toxic load on my liver so I completely changed you know my my diet so took it right back to anti-inflammatory um I started swapping for organics where I could afford it so for me, that was just organic meat um, and then organic of the dirty dozen. Started filtering all my water and then as and when I ran out of products, started replacing my laundry detergent with non-toxic. And honestly, the difference was just, I was gobsmacked slash, as I say, slightly miffed because I was like, how have I possibly been living like this for so long? Um, you know, drinking my, my weight, the weight, um, what you need in water for your yeah. weight every day and filtered water um and I think because we've been in lockdown as well it was helpful because we, I had nothing else to do so it was able to really focus on it but it was like no mean feat and it just like the first um period I had after doing all of that for like a consistent four weeks was unrecognizable I didn't even know <laughs> that I had started my period like I had no PMDD symptoms in the lead up to it wasn't feeling angry no irritability no crying spells nothing no like you know you can sort of get I used to get like little cramps the week before but like, oh here it is you know none of that 
Um, and I managed my period that month with literally paracetamol, which before I was completely like opioid codeine dependent. Yeah. Ginger tea. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so funny to me. Um, like the stark difference. The magnesium baths and the um, cooling uh, BU patches. Yeah. And I was just like, well, if this is it, you know. Wow. <laughs> so really, really ha- like genuinely has changed my life. I've got tingles here in that. That's made me so happy. And how's the how's the energy like you were saying about the two hour sleep a day and stuff? So that's been really interesting because obviously for me I've been able to not track that, but as I say, because it was booked out in my diary, you know, for since like January at least. Um, I I found that week by week I was deleting them, and then it was getting to where like the week of my period they I'd maybe still have them in and then they just started disappearing my manager actually said to me oh I've noticed that you haven't really been taking like your your rest like times anymore because I'd had this all agreed through occupational health and I thought oh I might have a look back and so I if I take the rest I leave it in my diary and if I don't I delete it and I looked back and bearing in mind I was taking it every day I think in like the last eight weeks I'd used like two days I mean it was I haven't used any this month again. Um, so the energy is definitely there. It's a hundred percent better. However, what I do notice is in the lead up to my period, if I'm not careful about like balancing my blood sugar, and it is so simple, the things like if I have an afternoon snack, like an apple, and I don't have say like an apple with peanut butter or like peanut butter on toast with an apple, I start to feel those that fun, that though where that sugar rush like yeah. symptoms, and then I'm like I'm going to crash soon. So it is just being mindful of those little things, and so I find in in that week I'm a bit more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like this month, haven't taken any rest times um, through work. Haven't had that constant feeling of like I need to shut my eyes now. I've got nothing left to give been able to be so much more active at the gym up right up until that week so it's unrecognizable like my friends and family who knew I was really struggling as well have have commented as well that the difference so oh my gosh I'm so happy thank you for sharing that I'm just that is I mean when someone has PMDD as well you know that's I I think this is going to really help a lot of people hearing your story because Mm -hmm. At the moment, PMDD is kind of behind endometriosis in terms yep. of support out there. So to hear that it can, you know, it can be improved is just incredible. And it, it makes sense with what you're saying with your blood sugar, because our blood sugar is more irregular just before our period in the mm-hmm. second half of our cycle, because when mm-hmm. estrogen is like kind of reigning supreme in the first half of our cycle, it helps us to manage our blood sugar. So yeah, um, yeah so that makes sense. And it is really interesting. So much of the feedback I hear from clients or members in the um, course is like the blood sugar piece is is so key for them. And it's made such a difference. And also, you know, if you have gut health issues, your blood sugar can be out as well. So that's very linked with endo because of our gut health. So yeah. that's just incredible. I'm just quickly pausing this episode to remind you guys that next week I'm holding my free workshop creating a roadmap for endo healing in 2021 on July the 6th and 8th next week so that is Tuesday and Thursday at 7pm British summertime 
And this workshop is a step-by-step guide to help you to overcome overwhelm with managing endo by supporting you to identify your core endo challenges so you can actually prioritize your symptoms and where to start. And I teach the eight key pillars of healing that I take all my clients through so you can clearly see every single step of the journey and the order of which to take them. I will also help you to set one to three goals and action steps so you can begin healing straight away and so that you have a clear roadmap for your own personal healing journey. If you'd like to join, both workshops, as I said, are at 7pm British summertime, but they will be recorded. So sign up anyway and I will send you the replay if you can't make it live. The link to sign up is in the show notes and I'd love to see some of you there. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to the link in my show notes. What felt, what did you feel was like the most helpful or like the most helpful parts of the course? It's really hard to pinpoint one module because I think they're all, they all equal in their own right. And the other thing, of course, is that, and as you emphasised, we went through the course because it is a lot of information, is that some modules are more relevant to people than others. So some people might not be struggling with their blood sugar um, as much as I was. And um, for example, the gut modules are so, you know, fascinating. And I I knew I I really needed to pay attention to that. So for me, what was really like the, the best thing about the course, I think, is a couple of things is, is the validation number one right of like having all this scientific information in front of you and spit out into these modules of like this is what's for me it was like this is what's going on in your body Rachel and this is why it's making you feel this way and I'm like oh, okay right I can understand that and this is what you can do to to negate that or, or to improve that mm-hmm. so for me it was the validation and all the information you know um and the diagrams as well of being able to visualize like what is happening to my body when I'm experiencing these crashes or these horrible symptoms that I can't seem to for whatever reason get on top of so that was really valuable to me and I think as well I mean the fact that it's accessible like once you've done it for life and you know we talked about during you know the course because of the 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 amount of content on there that there's certain modules that I have paused and I'm going to come back to so like there were things for me that were really important I needed to do now which was things like the blood sugar and trying to help my PMDD and I've done all that and achieved it it's been amazing but I know in the back of my mind I'm like okay I need to work on my pelvic floor at some point um and obviously I am addressing like leaky gut through the 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 dietary changes I've made but at some point I do need to focus on that so that is just so reassuring that it's like it's a toolkit that I've invested in for life and so because obviously this isn't going to go away right that's a sad fact and you know I may I've seen so much improvement from 
in what I would say is the small changes, although it does require a large amount of effort. But in 10 years time, I might be having a problem with, say, SIBO, for example. And then I know I can like log into that portal, everything I need there, rather than the late nights, you know, sit up trawling on Google and Bing and watching YouTube and reading awful articles. And, you know, speaking to your consultant, right? And when I last chatted them after my surgery and was raising concerns about what I felt was PMDD and trying to not necessarily get a diagnosis, but just get some help. Yeah. And they just were not concerned from a quality of life perspective. They were concerned from a surgical and fertility perspective. And I think that in the crux is what I love about the courses because the course is, the, 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 the course is about your quality of life like yeah. live and thrive with endo how can I live with endometriosis but live a full life and that's that's what's been so valuable to me yeah oh I'm so I'm so pleased you got that because as someone who I don't want children me and too. <laughs> I don't have deep infiltrated endometriosis so like I'm no longer a concern to the mm-hmm. surgeons but I mm-hmm. had all these issues and so I really wanted to be able to provide a service for like everyone that was like you are worth looking after you are worth having a good quality of life not just when you're a mum but anytime yeah it's that being do you know what it is it's it's like you it's being um seen and heard because obviously everyone and 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 all you know gynecological issues or or just you know women's health in in general and certain marginalized groups as well you're you're so unheard and dismissed you know in your journey to diagnosis for years that you know and you're going back to them as you say and saying well you know I'm not concerned having children at the moment I'm 25 I'm not really sure I want children however I can't work for two weeks in the month I'm angry I feel suicidal I've got you know horrendous periods vomiting you know and you give them all these symptoms they're like okay well I don't think you need another surgery and that's you know we could just put you on the pill and I'm just, I just wanted someone to listen to me and I wanted an alternative route it didn't involve hormonal medication because I knew that was an an issue for me and I just wanted to I was willing to make whatever little sacrifices there were you know and like we cover in the course you know for example choosing not to have alcohol in the week up to my period but you know I'll have a glass of uh, wine if I'd like one another time if that meant that I could keep my keep my sanity and that's all I wanted yeah yeah of course and it is it's like I think what can be quite scary is when people are just reading bits on the internet Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to piece things together they think that life has to be like you have to live like a nun and actually there are so many ways to tweak it to your personal lifestyle and, yeah. you know, and what your body needs right yeah mm-hmm. and I think that that's com- working with your cycle in that way and being like oh, okay well actually I'm not great having a cup of coffee in the week of my cycle or day yeah. one but I'm you know I can have a coffee and ovulation those kind of things make such a difference absolutely and it's and it's being empowered with knowledge of that and like you know I'm not going to sit here and admit that in, and say that it's not easy because you know you do still deal with and I'm still dealing with those feelings of frustration and kind of unfairness and anger that I do have to plan my life around you know what I when I what I eat or when I eat it in terms of you know not wanting to make myself inflamed by having a cup of coffee on that week or you know things that other people don't have to think about right it's not that's hard it's hard for anybody and people are valid and I'm valid for feeling angry about that sometimes and having to do this what I would say is like symptom management but 
the 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 benefits in terms of like when you weigh it up right so especially in in comparison to going on to things like Zolodex or you know and how they change your life if if for me what it means is I have to shop organic and had to make you know had to make changes to my finances like we talked about um you know shop organic um live a bit more consciously move a bit more tweak things to my cycle drink filtered water I would do that every day <laughs> over the alternative but I will admit like sometimes I have days I just think I'm tired of this I don't want to plan my meals I just want to I just want to go and eat drink coffee and eat pack eat gluten non-gluten pancakes <laughs> and of course you know things will as you get more used to things and you get better as well in time your tolerance will expand you'll be able to mm-hmm. do and it will become easier because it will come second nature as well mm-hmm. um, so for anyone who is like thinking about the course or on the fence or trying to work out if it's right for them like what would you and do you have any advice for their journey and yeah any thoughts um I think for me I, I was in a place of desperation, I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, I, I as, as we talked about, I found found you like right at the right time and went to one of, you know, the free webinars that you offered on, on End of Overwhelm and that's where I discovered the course. And so for me, the reason I chose to do it was because I really felt like I had no other option. I'm so glad that that, that, that was it for me. Mm-hmm. I think if people are on the fence, you know, there's a couple of things to think about. We kind of touched on how information is so sort of unaccessible and what I like about it is you've presented all the information you know the scientific information but in an easily accessible central place right it's a pace it at your own course so because people might be thinking I'm really busy and a full-time job maybe you're a parent um you know I've, I've just got a new job for example but I like the fact that you know you can take it as you go it's videos you can come back to it you get a community, which again, some people with endometriosis do already have their established community. I've got a couple of friends in the charity, but it's nice to go through the course of other people. And also, like I want to add, from an investment perspective, okay, it, even if what I liked about it, because as you know, suffering from this as well, is that there are a lot of people out there that try to take advantage of people that are chronically ill in terms of with supplements and really expensive things. And what I liked about this course is, A, I would, I would not say it was expensive at all. I'd say it's absolutely more than reasonably priced. But B, the fact that you offer the payment plan options, right? So if someone is really, really suffering, you know, and I've met people and I was nearly one of those people where I don't even think I could work or maybe had to work part time. If you are really suffering and you're really short on money, it's still, you can still achieve this. And you, you know, you can still afford this. So it's accessible. Um, it's just, I, I haven't looked back. I think it's, especially it's a lifetime thing. I just feel like it's a no brainer. Um, you've got nothing to lose because all you're going to gain is knowledge. Even if you only, as, as we talked about, even if you did the whole course and you just applied one module, like you filtered your water and you worked on your blood sugar, I, I cannot I can't guarantee, but I can't fathom that you wouldn't feel better because I feel so much better. So I think it's just, you've got to, if you're in that place where you feel stuck, because that's what I do, you've maybe, maybe you've had your surgery, maybe you're on the way to, you're waiting for surgery and you just feel like you want to improve your day to day. This is it for you, in my opinion, but of course everyone's different. And I just think 
you haven't got anything to lose you meet great community um and it's a fabulous fabulous course oh Rachel thank you so you're welcome it's just all true it's good all of it completely I mean every word it really has changed my life for the better and it's not been an easy journey it's it's you learn knowledge you've got to absorb the knowledge and then you have to make the changes and that's not easy but it's been compared to where I was like a year ago it, I as I say I generally was about to potentially go part-time thought that I didn't have any career prospects it was yeah it's just I just think I've been recommended to everybody I've been shoving it down people's throats <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much no you're welcome it's a fantastic course you're super proud and it's just really 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 amazing so that's it thank you so much for listening if you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it um, you can head to my Instagram page which is this underscore endolife um, you can head to my website which is www.thisendolife.com and you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website um, I've put the link in my show notes it's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe. It really, truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world.